0: This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Jason Voorhees brand coasters.
1: Ooh, they'll scare the hell out of you.
0: Maybe made from human flesh.
1: They might be a biohazard.
0: Please do not place drinks on said coasters. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman.
1: And I'm Kristen Kist.
0: And we are... Co-authors of a science fiction comedy series called Prison Dad. You scared me. I thought you were going to reveal our secret identities right there. I'm Batman.
1: You're not supposed to
0: (laughs) tell I'm Robin.
1: You're really not
0: supposed to tell people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're the co-authors of a series of science fiction comedy stories called Prison Dad, starring Lescom and his
0: three besties. And today... We want to take some time out because it's just past Memorial Day, right? And we want to talk about some of our fallen science fiction comrades. Yes. So, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna start talking about Independence Day, of course, because we huge war. We um, you know, we we're kind of at first like, why are they making another one? And obviously, the trailers, it's like. That that looks pretty cool. <laughs> it
1: looks pretty awesome. Yeah. I remember when I saw the first one in the theaters, like, it's just such a fun summer movie. Yeah, I was 14, I think, so you yeah, were like 15. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, so you got your like... popcorn, you got your soda, you got Randy Quaid, you know, and uh, you got Goldblum, <laughs> who's just like, was the king of summer movies Yeah, Data. I was like an early teen. Yeah, you got Data. You got that cool guy from Taxi, I guess we're, uh, for-
0: we're forgetting Will-, Will Smith, too. Oh, totally. Yeah, Will, Will Smith, Smith right? was so
1: awesome when he punches that alien. Welcome to the- Earth! Yeah! Bam! Yeah. That was great,
0: but the 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 fallen comrade that we want to think about in 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 Independence Day is is definitely Russell though Russell, which is Randy's Randy, Randy Quaid's, Quaid's character. character. Yeah. he's he's he knows about the aliens. They abducted him,
1: and nobody believes him and because, they all think he's crazy. Yeah,
0: they think you know because he's a, he's like Vietnam was he a Vietnam? I bat? think
1: he was a Vietnam vet. Yeah, at least I, think, I think, so. think that's what he was supposed to be.
0: And so you know, no one believed him, and he was crazy, and, and
1: lived out in the middle of nowhere with his two kids, and they had no money. he was always doing crazy stuff, like trying to do crop dusting when he wasn't supposed to and things like that. And then, but at the end, he is the biggest hero and he dies to save the world from the evil alien. Spoiler alert. But they're... uh, Yeah. If you miss this one, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It's been like 22 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of our listeners have probably only been alive since (laughs) that movie came out, so, you know. Just I'm just kidding, Flick.
0: Um, Ouch. what?
1: Don't injure me. <laughs> anyway, moving on.
0: M- moving on. So yeah, so yeah, it takes down the mothership, and there we go. Uh, the next movie we want to talk about, where, where we see like a fallen comrade, is this time we're going to talk about a character that you're not really immediately that attached to, no. but it takes you the movie to realize how important it was. Right. And we're talking about Pacific Rim. Right very early on in the beginning of the movie, we know that the Kaiju destroys uh the two brothers right the, their, well, the, one of the brothers their yeah, Jaeger,
1: they, right, because they have to use their minds in tandem to use the Jaeger to fight against the evil Kaiju right, and the Kaiju takes out one of the brothers right, and the other one
0: I was trying to say take out took out their Jaeger and then one and the one and then one, one of, the then one of yeah, went, so right, Yancy true. dies
1: yes, and you don't I mean you sort of get the it's important because they have that mind to mind connection but it's it's extremely important because you have to find someone else that's compatible and able to sort of withstand the mental stress that right. that is required of you to to you know share your mind and with and share your mind with your co-pilot right um, and they had been probably two of the absolute best mm-hmm. one of the best teams cuz they were brothers so of course like they already sort of had a connection um, probably emotionally and mentally in the way that they thought.
0: Right, the exactly.
1: So you know that was pretty. They sad were like advice. rock stars, so like, yeah, totally. You know, and but that, then it, as
0: you saw his life up on the beach, yeah. by
1: himself. Like I can't even imagine how devastated you would feel not having your sibling there, right? Especially knowing that you know you're still responsible for keeping the world safe from these horrible monsters that come out of the sea and just devastate. Yeah, just there for destruction. Cities.
0: So we see, you know, he goes on like like he can't pick his life back up after losing his brother. He's out you know, he's like he's working on like the the wall, the wall, they're gonna build a wall. They work Okay,
1: I remember that. (laughs) 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 Didn't work against the kaiju either, Donald.
0: Nah No, it didn't. That's where he got the idea I heard. Just kidding.
1: (laughs) Probably. It's probably like one of his little kids watching that movie and he was like, Hey, that's a great idea. I'm gonna
0: build a wall. Hey
1: Anyway, enough of tool. that. Tool, tool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, out of all the franchises, though, that that you know we we like to talk about on a regular basis, we have to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, because
1: it's Star Wars. You
0: know. <laughs> so. so the thing, the thing with Star Wars, though, that you know, as we're putting this list together, we're like, we're like, you know, holy heck, there is just a a lot of death in Star Wars, yeah, there it, is, like compared yeah. to like a lot of the other franchises, and that's one thing they said, like Marvel said. Like, why they don't kill off... And like, you know, well, why don't you kill off one of your heroes, you know, to, you know, raise, you know, be pretty cool? And they're like, no, because having the heroes makes us another movie with the true, heroes.
1: true, but I mean, I think it, you know, that Star Wars is emotionally impactful because yes, people die right? for a reason, either to, you know, save others who they love right. or to, you know, prove a point mm-hmm. in some way. Um, you know, obviously... Um, Boba Fett's clone dies several hundred times <laughs> over every time a stormtrooper gets so, taken out. So let's, let's, um. let's that's great.
0: So let's start at the beginning though. So let's talk about um, in in A New Hope. So obviously this this movie came out uh, two years before I was born, mm-hmm. and so when I was younger and I was watching it, it Obi Wan's death didn't have that much of an impact on me. Because I think by the time my brain connected to what happened to him, mm-hmm. I've already seen all three movies, and I see him come back time and time again as the Force Ghost, yes. and, and when Luke needs guidance. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it, it was a big deal for Luke looking back on it. Here is the father figure he never had—someone who knew his father, right. someone who was training him, someone who shows more interest in him than Uncle Owen showed in him. Right. And then he sacrificed himself so they could all get away.
1: Right? Yeah, I, I think it's it's um, it's um, so sad, because it's almost like, yeah, this is like the first sort of connection that Luke had to who he really was, and the only person that's really his family anymore, because obviously his aunt and uncle were killed yeah, tattooing before he left, so now he's, toasted. he's got nobody. Until, yeah. I mean, until later when he finds out who Leia is. To well, he doesn't okay. know that then. No. He thinks he's like kind of alone in the world, and... He's, he is basically a kid. I mean, I think he's supposed to be, like, 18 or something, is
0: this right? 16 or 18 or something. No, yeah, like 18, yeah, the Academy, yeah, they were saying, yeah, that's right. Quote, the
1: Academy, but, I mean, he still is kind of like a kid. I mean, you know, and now he's got nobody. And, you know, Obi-Wan was teaching him about, you know, this religion of the Force and teaching him to be a warrior and already believed in him and wanted to see him do his best. And so it's really devastating for Luke, I think. Um, in that moment, you know, and, and he's just shocked yeah. now, now in one movie he's lost, you know, his aunt and uncle that raised him and his like new mentor. New,
0: Yeah. New father figure, you know, new mentor. So we, yeah. In two
1: hours. You see like everybody that cared about Luke, bam, gone.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, it was, it was all the same, probably the same day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's pretty brutal. And, you know, Obi-Wan is super brave. I mean, he just, like, he knew that it was his job to distract Darth Vader so that the, the young guys could get away. And he was like, all right, I'm on it. It's okay. I have to die someday, and this is the best way for me to go. Obviously, it's also emotionally impactful because Vader was his apprentice. So he's being killed by someone that he once mentored and, and, you know, arguably loved. Although it's extremely hard to love Jake Lloyd and Hayden Christensen. Um, I would prefer to push them both out of a window of, you -hmm. know, a 50-story building. Wow. But... (laughs) Impressive. (laughs) Okay, maybe I wouldn't go that far. So
0: anyway, so, you know, that happens to Luke. And then Luke, you know, when he meets the, the, the rebels... He kind of is like, you know, very warmly accepted into this new family. Right. So, you know, cause he's got Leia with him, and Leia's like, you know, this guy's cool. Bring him in. And so Luke has like this new family now, like the rebels. And then they, they take off to attack the giant. Space Station oh, and yeah, Little, little Fighters, yeah. we lose a, a bunch of heroes here, you know, they kind of like built up, you know, some of the characters. That... Yeah, well,
1: you know, he definitely has a relationship with Wedge, and thankfully Wedge makes it through. Yeah. But uh, one of our absolute favorite characters, Mr. Porkins.
0: Pours he him out for you.
1: Pours him out for Porkins. Yeah, poor guy. Because he did not make it because he can't see him. No. He can't see can't him. Can't see him. Kaboom. Sorry, Porkins. Mm-hmm. You, you fought valiantly, kept everybody else safe.
0: Speaking on the flip side of, of fallen heroes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, we talked about Grandma Tarkin's death. So, oh, yeah, in a couple of other podcasts, we really talked about how Grandma Tarkin was like the you know kind of like a, a really big player in the Empire. Oh yeah, we feel like you know he was actually ranked above Vader. We felt like Vader was almost like his sidekick on the on the Death Star. That was yeah, kind of like our, our, if you listen to our Sidecast pod, Sidekicks podcast, that's, that's yeah. something we said. Maybe so he,
1: his reputation preceded him, and so did his stench, according <laughs>
0: to Princess Leia. Nicely done. <laughs> so, Tarkin is like, you know, they even said to him, they're like, Hey, we uh, analyzed our attack plan, and, uh, you know, if they put it in the tailpipe, then <laughs> it's going to just... Kaboom! <laughs>
1: of course, Darth Vader, uh, someone sent him the memo, and he snuck off in his little pod. So, well, uh, Vader
0: wanted to, to take the ships out, ship to ship. You know, he wanted to. A- sure, he
1: did. But I think he also knew that, you know, the Death Things were going south. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll see you guys later. I'm just gonna go, uh, yeah, I'm gonna battle them, uh, face to face out here. I'm just, I'm just gonna take the last <laughs> ship, but, uh, I'm sure everything <laughs> will be fine. Alright, Kaboom! Ka-boom. <laughs>
0: But they're like they're like talking. Do you want to go? Like, do you want to get ready in case they have to go? He's like, no, we're fine. Kaboom!
1: That's what happens when you get too cocky, you know. Mm-hmm. In a war, you always have to be paying attention because you just never know when you know you could be attacked.
0: Sticking with baddies and sticking with the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. In in some ways, Boba Fett's death was kind of like an innocent bystander, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, but he was he was like a contractor for the evil
0: empire. He did, yeah. He successfully did, yeah, work with the empire and got what he wanted, which was bizarre. Mm-hmm. But now we now it might be because Anakin knew who he was. He knew his, you know, he met his dad before on um, planet. With the flying guys. Was and, it? Yeah, whatever. Coruscant or some crap. No, I that's forget. Coruscant's a city planet. No,
1: yeah, yeah, that's that's never mind.
0: It doesn't matter what it is because it was an Attack of the Clones, and that movie's f- terrible. Yeah, <laughs> never
1: mind. It was some weird name. <laughs> oh, the I can't think of it, and I don't care. It wasn't even city. It wasn't. It was like that weird planet with those weird aliens with big miry eyes. I don't, I don't know what's going on. With I, that. No,
0: I actually thought of it, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Because it's Attack of the Clones, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about Attack of the Clones. We're still talking about okay, Return of hard, the Jedi. It's hard. So, Boba Fett, you know, he successfully negotiated with the Empire. And he, and he you know, he gets his prize. and probably gets money from Jabba. Because Han broke, you know, Han owed Jabba money. Boba Fett's job was to go collect on that payment. Yes,
1: and we all know that Han is a bit of a troublemaker and probably owes a lot of people a lot of money and managed to avoid... You know, getting in trouble for that for quite a long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, Han was kind of in the wrong. Yeah. But Jabba is a disgusting space monster. Yes. And so I really don't feel badly for him. So
0: his rebel friends show up. You know, Jabba isn't involved in the Empire. The rebel friends show up to break their friend out of imprisonment. hmm And then everybody dies.
1: Well, Boba Fett, it's his own fault for being in the hive of a... Known Scum dangerous space mobster.
0: No, that's true too. I guess it comes if with the territory. You are going to hang
1: out with dangerous mobsters. You have to expect that you might die. You know? Do you ever see The Godfather? People did not make it out alive when they were hanging out too closely to the Corleone family.
0: <laughs> it's not a good place to be. So Boba Fett lands in the Sarlacc,
1: and he gets nommed.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, now the now the Sarlacc is mouth. That's right. Nom, I always forget nom, that. Nom, nom. It well, doesn't just look like teethers. a yeah, it's yeah. teeth. Yeah, it didn't teethers, used to. Yeah.
1: And tentacles and all that good stuff. It didn't
0: used to have that. used to no. be just a pit. Yeah. Saw like pit. Hey,
1: come on. They were doing the best they could.
0: So first off, how do they know it takes a thousand years to digest? Like, how do, how do they know that?
1: Yeah, I mean... Like, did someone measure it? Unless, like... Unless well, it's year unless, 500,
0: still digesting down here.
1: Unless there was, like, a monster that had, like, such dense bones that they knew it took that long. Yeah, I don't... I mean, a human being, their bones would be long, long gone. So that, you know... I don't really understand how they get that measurement. And, like, yeah, uh, you, if you were a human, you're going to be dead in seven days, and then the digestive enzymes and all that kind of good stuff will probably take take your complete body out less than 100 years. But that's just my take on
0: it. So, Boba Fett.
1: Yep. I, I'm Well, of course I'm out for him. I don't. I don't feel bad for Boba Fett. Really? Nope. Okay. No, Paul.
0: All right. Um,. Prequels, mm-hmm. biggest biggest impact death definitely is Qui-Gon Jinn. Cause, yeah, because there's not too many cool characters in the prequels. No. So, um, Qui-Gon was you know he's very rebellious. He was like, "You're not going to train him. I'll train him." Yeah, and you know, he, and he
1: really felt like Anakin had a chance of being someone good, and,
0: and he tried to free the mom and Anakin. You know, no, not me. Sh- <laughs> It's still his mom. All right. As much fine. as you hate, you hate she Shmi.
1: irritates me. She's such a goober. Listen to
0: our Mother's Day podcast to hear more about Kristen
1: yeah.
0: Shmi hatred.
1: I don't hate her. She just annoys me because she's like, she's like one of those like cult moms or something where like, they just believe like cuckoo banana stuff that obviously, well, it's Palpatine, but it would be like, you know, the cult leader says and they just get moon eyed and like, ooh, whatever the master says. And you just want to like, Smack him upside the head. But
0: Shmee da- dies, and we weren't even going to cover that. We weren't uh, even going to talk about her.
1: Well, she didn't really die in a war. Like, the sand people just took her out because they're crabby.
0: But Qui Gon. saying that they crawl.
1: We're like. Raw, 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 raw.
0: Shmi, raw. You know. Back to what we were talking about, though. Yeah. Qui Gon. So, Qui Gon, you know, we, we get introduced to, like, a new Jedi. You know, and we're following him throughout the whole movie. He's in you know, more scenes than Obi-Wan, because, you know, Obi-Wan yeah. stays behind on the on the ship when Qui-Gon goes and meets Anakin. True. So, you know, um, in the big fight with, with Darth Maul, which was an awesome, really was an awesome fight scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. Darth Maul was a cool character. I so much. He was that Darth
0: Maul scene, that, that fight scene, watching it again, is just so much better than any of the Count Dooku or the uh, Empire yeah. fight oh, scenes. Oh, man. Like,
1: when they have, like, Yoda flipping around like some kinda
0: yeah I he's know. walking around with the cane cr- crawling basically crawling around then he flips around all over the place don't just say the force don't just say he can do it because of the force because that's come on then he'd be doing it all the time
1: yeah exactly right yes anybody cool. that could would just be doing it all the oh sorry we're talking about the force right anyway, moving on
0: <laughs> yes Kristen oh, moving sorry. on Uh, Venge of the Sith, you know, we got a lot of, um, a lot of Jedi who were just doing their jobs, uh, taken out by stormtroopers, which I can't believe when they, when they went through the, like, the Order 66 montage, I can't believe that the Jedi didn't put a bigger fight than they did.
1: I, I think maybe they were just shocked or something, like, because stormtroopers are crappy fighters, I mean, everybody knows that, they never hit their targets, they're a hot mess.
0: Well, I thought that and- I thought that the Clone Wars troopers were pretty good, and then I thought that you know the original Gen X sample was gone. So then over time, they the stormtroopers. <laughs>
1: that's
0: why they can't shoot for crap. These like, sto- This wasn't these- my
1: skill. I'm good at cleaning toilets.
0: No, these blast points are too accurate for sand people. What the hell are you talking about? They're all over the place, idiots. You have one guy to shoot at. One guy.
1: Come on. Anywho, pour some out for the, uh, you
0: know. Well, the Jedi. Cream. Jedi Kids, that was pretty brutal. The Jedi
1: Kids, that was young You know, if I didn't want to kick Caden Christensen in the junk before he did that, boy, did I want to after.
0: <laughs> and then, um, you know, the other noticeable death, uh, you know, that we, we. I mean, a lot of people died in Revenge of the Sith, but uh, we should bring up Padme, and for like the third week in a row, we really should bring up Zack's argument.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just say it again. Because if (laughs) you heard it already, you know it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's basically like, oh, wait, you lost your arm and both of your legs, and you've burned over 90% of your body? Oh, guess what? We can make you into a robot. You're good. Here you go, Anakin. You're fine. Oh, wait, you had two kids in childbirth? Oh, sorry. You're done. Obamacare (laughs) doesn't cover
0: that. (laughs) Emperor care.
1: Anyway. So, yeah. Just, uh...
0: Sorry, Padme.
1: Padme. But I guess she was supposed to have died of a broken heart, but I kind of wanted to punch her in the face for that, too.
0: <laughs> now, moving forward. Um, moving uh so
1: violent today. I, I know. You're feisty. Today. I know I am. I'm sorry. Is it the weather? I'm sorry, Padme. I really didn't want to. Are you to hungry? Face. Yes, I think I'm hungry.
0: We should get That's fair. pretzels again because mm, that pretzels. was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Should we pretzels. Go get pretzels?
1: We should totally go get pretzels.
0: Jason Voorhees bearing pretzels. <laughs>
1: no no no
0: no no. (laughs) all right so the last star wars before we go back to the rest of the science fiction yes uh that you know we were talking about the new one and it was it was very impactful for us all to see han solo die yes and if you haven't seen it already Han Solo dies in The Force Awakens. Right.
1: That's like one of those Homer Simpson moments <laughs> yeah. where he watches it opening day and comes out and goes, oh boy, I can't believe Han Solo died. <laughs>
0: Everyone's like, what? I hate And hey, who would have thought the whole time that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Hey, <laughs> you! <laughs> it's one of my favorite, favorite oh, things ever in The Simpsons.
1: But anyway, yeah, it's super sad that Han dies. Because I
0: mean, he- Han removed himself. He kind of ran off and went back to doing what he was doing. You know, Leia stayed in the fight, but Han, you know, we went back to smuggling, and him and Chewie, they went to do their own thing, and, you know, he was kind of like, you know what, well, my son's gone. And right. then, yeah.
1: Well, it's like Leia says, like, they both went back to doing, you know, what, what they, they were did best do, at, yeah. And, then, and they were both heartbroken, and, you know, and Kylo Ren did it because he was trying to prove to himself that he was, like, a super badass and that he had no feelings about anything anymore. But I think it was apparent at the end that, like, it actually didn't work the way that he thought he would. That, that he thought he, it would because he wasn't all powerful. No. Um, you know, obviously he was disarmed and had his butt kicked by someone who was just learning about the force. Who never used the, the lightsaber before in her life. Miss Ray. Yeah. Yes.
0: Mm hmm. That's why I named my cat Ray. I was going to say. Yeah. She's a good cat. She's Wait, a cool no, cat. She's, she's like a cool her, cat.
1: I like her big gray paws and Aww. her long tail. She's a fun time.
0: She is a bad cat.
1: Was she <laughs> on the tables again today? All day. Ray. All right, that's
0: enough Star Wars. She likes to
1: climb, just like the Ray. Like the regular Ray, Ray, yeah.
0: Let's let's go back to all of science fiction. Let's talk about Terminator. Yeah, yeah, this is a
1: pretty amazing war between evil robots and humans. Yeah.
0: So let's start with the uh, with the original, and uh, you know, let's talk about Kyle Reese.
1: Yeah. Kyle
0: Reese is uh, sent back in time to, um, as you said earlier, a time before he was born. Mm-hmm. We think, and then he, you know, he's there. He's seen a picture of Sarah Connor. Right. Finds her. He falls in love with her. They have one magical night, and as they say, they love the lifetime.
1: Yeah, in one night. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Poor Kyle Reese. But Kyle you know, he, doesn't make it. He basically went back in time to die before he was born.
0: Right. So that's very confusing. But just so.
1: Just to save Sarah and John. Right. John yeah, ends just so John.
0: Could be it's yes. just so John Connor could be born, right? Uh, and you know we never really know how much John told him. You know we know that right. he didn't tell me it was his dad. We know that.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Uh, he just told me he has to go back and protect my mother. Mm-hmm. And then he would just you know he didn't want to talk to talk to Kyle about the birds and the bees with his own mom. That would.
1: I mean, maybe John was hoping that if he sent Kyle back in time, then maybe there would never have been a need for. John, because he could have stopped the
0: war. Right, exactly. Right, but-, but I don't know if you know this. If you go around claiming you're from the future,
1: people think you're crazy. Yeah,
0: I do it. Like this is what I do on like Friday mornings. I take like you know, like I, I go out to breakfast and I start telling Denny's. people,
1: about- <laughs> <laughs> scaring the people at IHOP.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't order the cribs. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> I'm from tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, so Kyle Reese, you know, I feel bad for that dude, but, you know, he had to go through a lot of war before he got back to yeah. a time that was relatively safe, except for Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator, Robot.
0: chasing
1: yeah. after him, and, you know, in the end of T2... Yeah, right?
0: so, t- but with T2, you know, who was the, the the villain in T1, now we have to, you know, learn to learn to love, pretty much... Right. Through humor. There's mm-hmm. a lot more humor mm-hmm. with, with M- that. on the of baby. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yep. let's face it, Edward Furlong is terrible in that movie.
1: Yeah, Edward Furlong... I struggle to think of a movie that he wasn't terrible in. Like, yeah,
0: I should have phrased it that way. Yeah, I
1: think he's like a good drug addict now, though. So, sorry, bro.
0: Sorry, bro. Guess it didn't work out. You're a really funny. whiny kid in a public enemy shirt. Yeah, totally. So, um... You know, at the end, you know... Or Arnold knew that to take out the T-1000... Yes. He had to sacrifice, sacrifice himself. himself. Mm-hmm. So,
1: there's another one of our fallen comrades with mm-hmm. his little thumb... Thumbs up. Thumb up hand. As he
0: lowers into... Yeah. We really should have booed he right had, now. He had, a
1: lot, he had a lot more fun than when Smeagol fell into the lava pit. <laughs> the at least he was kind of sticking his thumb up at the end, unlike Smeagol. But anyway, um, yeah.
0: Poor, um, poor bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, alright. So, Rathacon. It was not, like, a Spock movie. It was Kirk and Khan and back and forth. And this brilliant idea to take one episode from a TV show in the 60s and 20 years later remake it. Probably not 20 years. Probably like 15. No, yeah. Maybe who knows? Whatever. A number of years math. later, bring it all back. Yeah, math. <laughs> Kristen loves math.
1: Oh yeah, I have it's a T-shirt totally that says math. that. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> you know, like a tattoo of like a plus sign and like a multiple that would be really weird. <laughs> like my wrist, I have like my times tables. Okay. I have a tram stamp of pi, and you know, like I'll calculate as far as my.
1: Oh my goodness, yep, I have like E equals MC squared, Yeah, all that good stuff.
0: I knew it. Can we get back to... Yes, yes, yes. Hey, Spock, then, you know, I I know I didn't see it coming when I, the first time I ever saw Wrath of Cotton, you know, Spock sacrifices himself in this emotional moment, you know, and, and, and tells Kirk some fun, lovey stuff. And uh, as Seinfeld says, they shoot him out the back of the Enterprise in a giant sunglasses container.
1: Ooh yeah, that's brutal! What a way to go! Let
0: me bring him back in three. Six responses. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so that that to me, you know, that that was a, a, a memorable science fiction death. It was it was yeah. Spock's death, you know, in uh, Khan.
1: Well, that con, you know, Khan. Khan! He was a jerk.
0: Yeah, total jerks. Total. Now, a memorable Star Trek death that I really liked was when they killed... the
1: 50,000 red shirts.
0: <laughs> okay, you want to talk red shirts before... I was building mine up, but... Sorry, go ahead. We'll get to the red shirt in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, when they killed Tasha Yar off by that giant glob oil monster thing on Next Generation, that was great. because the, the, It ate Riker and spit him out and he was fine. But it just killed Tasha Yar off and everyone was like, oh, nice. Because let's face nom, it, nom. she was annoying, she was weird, <laughs> and I like strong female characters. Diana Troy is a great character, Dr. Crusher was a great character, um, Captain Janeway, you know, Star Trek is filled with great female characters. Uhuru? Yes, exactly. Great. Great examples.
1: But then some... Kira th- Norris, very, very, very... That
0: gets by an oil monster. It, like, shot her with oil... Or something, Ew. and then she died, and that then every. Brilliant. I remember like I didn't believe it at first because I was like probably like eight or something when that episode aired. I was like so excited when she wasn't coming back because <laughs> like, I didn't like her. I love Star Trek, but I didn't like her.
1: Yeah, everybody has those characters and shows like Joffrey, you know, where they're just like woohoo. Yeah. When they die. We'll get there. It's like an awesome time.
0: So let's talk about red shirts since you chose to, to stick that in there. So mm-hmm. the red shirt, you know, Kristen posted um, a great meme on uh, Facebook the other day. It said, <laughs> you three, dig three. <laughs> like, it was like Kirk and three red shirts. He said, you guys, dig three grades up on that ridge. I'll tell you why later. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's typical Star uh, Star Trek lore that if somebody's wearing a red shirt and they're sent out to, like, check out the new planet, they're not coming back, so... See you later, guys. We salute you, red shirts. And
0: that joke has made its way into more pop culture. Uh, Boone said it on Lost right before he died, mm-hmm. too, you know? Yeah. He He's like, oh, yeah, red? He's, like, wearing the red shirt. Red shirt? He's like, the guy's on Star Trek? Sent yep. down to the planet? You know? Yep. Oh, Even, okay. there's, one, there's one episode of the original series, too, where Kirk's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go down to the planet and give me a couple of red shirts. That's pretty much exactly what he says. <laughs> it's awesome
1: yeah it's great yeah so
0: poor guys <laughs> you know like you know you went to acting school you waited for your big break there you are you're
1: the guy that you the red shirt poor so red shirt. Yeah.
0: poor 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 red shirts you know poor but hey shirt. somebody's gotta sacrifice himself that is true um so harry potter
1: yeah, so we have the Harry Potter doesn't Hogwarts. die. Well, he does die. Well, he does die, and he comes back. Right. He has to die Hold so that he can get obicorne. rid of the Horcrux, Horcrux that's mm-hmm. in him. That Mister Numnuts doesn't realize that he made Harry into a, a Horcrux. Hmm. Um,
0: there's, there's two, there's, there's three main deaths in Harry Potter that I, I think are very um, emotionally to me. One is God of Fire. We lose Cedric. Yeah, that's a bummer. Who you know. Cedric and Harry were pretty cool,
1: yeah, and he was brave, um you know, obviously he was taken off guard, but he still tried to you know protect himself and Harry by using um the spell that he knew that Harry was still learning and and he f- wasn't able to offend evil. No. all the things off. No. So yeah, he was killed in, in a war that he didn't even realize was going on. I mean,
0: he really believed that yeah.
1: Voldemort was coming back. Harry felt that he was coming back, but everybody was like, "No, no, no, no." And even when he gets back and he says Voldemort's back, like nobody believes him for the longest time because people don't want to believe it. But so Cedric was kind of like the first casualty, I guess. He really was the first in casualty Voldemort's of war. Re- yeah. rebooting of his original war <laughs> obviously harry's parents were right um, victims in the original right and we, Yeah, we know, war. some
0: of those things yeah so you know. but then we go you know so we have the shocking death we know the war's coming we go to the next book and you know obviously if you've only read if you've only seen the movie it's like this seems like they get the hogwarts pretty darn quick in the in the movie Not so much in the book. In the book, Mm -hmm. Harry's still dealing with a lot of this stuff with the pain of Cedric, and and then then he is um, you know getting really close to Sirius Black in in Order of the Phoenix. Totally broke my heart. I didn't. I seriously did not understand if he died or not at the end of the book. I was because I think I was like mentally blocked. I was like, is he really dead? Is Sirius Black really dead?
1: Yeah, I totally didn't want him to go. Because he kind of like... fell
0: into that, like, portal thing yeah. after he she. She
1: floated off.
0: Yeah. The next I mean, she world. still got him with a killing curse, but. Yeah. I, I was, like, so confused, and then, like. I was, like watch the movie I'm like well maybe he won't die this time what the hell is wrong with me I know he dies <laughs>
1: just wanted to hope for the best it's so heartbreaking because it's like yeah Harry finally has like a family member yeah. that cares uh, about him right exactly and, um, granted you know it's his godfather you know, blood relation but somebody that loves him and wants Harry to be with him and maybe right. like have live with him in a place that they could be together and someone would love him and then he's just taken away, just like that. And right. It's, it's heartbreaking. Plus, I just love Sirius. He's such, like, a cool, like, brave, kind of, like, badass. Cool uncle. Smart. Yeah. Well,
0: he's not really uncle, but,
1: like... Well, yeah, yeah. but, like, that kind of thing. Because yeah. it was, like, his mom and dad's best friend, you know? And he suffered for so long in Azkaban because people thought that he was the one that caused Harry's parents to get killed. And meanwhile, it was Ron's fat, ugly rat. <laughs> 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 Played to perfection by <laughs> Timothy Spalding, who just he's, is a great actor, great. but just looks like the creepiest person in the whole world. He really world. does. He's so good at looking creepy.
0: Yeah. But anyway, so yes, Remember Urius. one scene in like, Rockstar was getting just dialysis, and he was like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? <laughs> no, dude. No, dude. No. <laughs> okay.
1: But anyway, yeah, so then... So those
0: are the first are two, and then in the Battle of Hogwarts... There Although, end- I have to say, oh,
1: Dobby... You know, that's it a good point. It breaks my heart when Dobby's killed. You know, that is an excellent
0: point. I was to going to talk about the Weasley twin, but well, yeah. Well, well, our outline too, one.
1: but yeah, to like, get, to get, to save Harry and his friends from Bellatrix, the evil skank monster. <laughs> you know, he takes one for the team and, and you know, gets stabbed. Because they
0: cut Dobby out of all of, yeah, Dobby. All of the other movies.
1: Right, because Dobby's in the book a whole lot more, because obviously Hermione has the, um, the... I forget. Honestly, it's like a funny acronym. It's in four. She's 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 like a house elf for house elves to be free. Yeah,
0: and so there's a lot of Dobby and Ron does a hard time about it. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, Dobby and his little friend. There was like a little lady Dobby.
0: So the connection that we've seen between the um, the Weasley twins. Yeah,
1: the the Weasley twins. So you have in um in the beginning of the first part of um the
0: beginning of the seventh book.
1: Yeah. I was thinking of the movie. But yeah, um, you know, you have one of the twins
0: I think sometimes getting attacked. you can talk about books and sometimes you can talk about movies, but I think with it's those... confusing. You really need to stick with it, because everyone's read the Harry Potter books.
1: That's true. So it's the beginning of the... And a book if section. you haven't,
0: we're judging you.
1: And uh, one of the twins <laughs> is, is attacked when they're trying to get Harry out of the Dursley's house, and everybody looks like Harry, and he gets his ear shot off. Um, you think for a moment that it's more serious than that, because he looks horrible and he's all pale... But, you know, that's a bad enough injury. Obviously, they lose Mad-Eye Moody, so that's another one to pour some, some out for, Crazy Mad-Eye. Um, he's a pretty cool character, too, and he obviously dies because Mundungus Fletcher is a piece of human garbage. <laughs> um, And, uh, <laughs> and then the, the twins, you think they're going to be okay, you know, but then there's the battle for Hogwarts, and... You know, I love you, J.K. Rowling, but you took out so many people I loved in that battle. And I'm still sad about it. Like Tonks and Lupin. Yeah, Tonks and Lupin. Gone.
0: That's right. Yeah. Should uh, put them in here, too. Didn't Crabbe and Doyle? Crabbe and Doyle? Crabbe and yeah, Doyle. I think from at, the Misfits, at yeah. least
1: one of them died because they set fire to the Room of Requirements, right? Yeah. And couldn't, they couldn't get everybody out. They got Draco, but I don't think they got everybody else out. Um, so a lot, there was a lot of death. Obviously, um, Lavender Brown, who was Ron's girlfriend, was killed, um, at yeah. the battle mm-hmm. as well, and a lot of other good folks. I think the...
0: If you were going to pour some out for the friends that we lost at the Battle of Hogwarts, you'd probably go through a whole case of beer.
1: Yeah, you totally would.
0: It's so really heartbreaking. we can, it was a sad day, but it, really it was, was triumphant. So, moving on.
1: It was triumphant because Harry is so brave and sacrificed himself. And then, um, you know, his friends really battled for him. Nobody was ready to give up. Everybody fought the best they could. and Neville Longbottom, rock star, taken out in a genie. You know? And at the end of the day, Baldy Things is just a lonely wuss bag.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Nobody cares.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's shift some gears away from Harry Potter for now. That was great, though. Um, I want to talk about Firefly, because what happened here was Fox did a terrible job. They really did! I blame, I blame the fact that we're not, you know, currently in, like, season 11 of Firefly right now, on the fact that Fox, you know, they didn't air the pilot, they didn't hype it up, no one knew when it was going to be on. It was on Friday night at like, 10 o'clock. Yeah, was um, kind of random. And, yeah, you know, they started with, like, the train episode, they didn't air the pilot of Firefly. So... Firefly goes on the air. Nobody sees it. It airs like I think like 3 or 4 episodes or they they burn the rest off on like a Saturday afternoon or something crazy. Um cancel it. Oh, DVD doing. comes out. Yeah. And, you know, that's when I learned about it. I never heard about it before. Uh, Joe Mason, friend of the show. He lent me his his Firefly DVD back huh. then. Yeah. Back uh back in the day. And um that you know, that was the first I ever heard of it, and I was like, Oh my god, this is amazing. Like it was exactly the show that I was looking to watch. Yeah, it is so, a really good show. Then, you know, fan you know, obviously it was growing with the fan interest and um the movie comes out. So here we are as fans, we're thinking we're gonna see, you know, ten Firefly movies based upon this. And what do they do? They kill Wash and they kill Shepard Bookoff. In the movie! Yeah, man. You know, I mean, we see a space battle, which we never really saw before. Cause there was space never... battle! Sorry. There was never sound in space on Firefly, which was cool. Because there Cause isn't in sound. In space,
1: no one can hear you scream.
0: Are you bored?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just being silly. I know,
0: it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there we go. We, we lose Wash and, uh, you know... We lose two friends right away, and then you're thinking, like, oh, maybe there won't actually be another Firefly movie.
1: And there was
0: not. And there was not. So. Uh, okay, so, moving on here. Uh, we did want to talk about Game of Thrones, but it's easier, though. This, Kristen's idea was to talk about... Yep. Who um, hasn't died. <laughs> <laughs> now, now to most of us, you know, the, the Red Wedding is huge, but to me, like, Ned Stark's yeah. death is... Is was huge, but um, for those shocking.
1: Of us who, shocking. They never did that on any other show I've ever watched. After the first season, the main main character just gets head chopped off. Done.
0: It's, yeah, that was that was good story time. It was intense. Now apparently everybody else read the books, but us at that time and knew it was coming. But and we should have known by the, who the actor is that he was going to die. He
1: always dies unless the movie's really really bad.
0: <laughs> He had a great death scene, too, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he did. Totally he was shot, did. like, 50 times. Ooh, yeah. and yeah. Like, he you just know, kept fighting. We should
1: probably talk about Lord of the Rings. Maybe we'll save that for a different podcast, because I think we're running long here, and we already have several people About 40 on.
0: minutes right, right now. Yeah. We can... Uh, we have no more franchises.
1: Yeah. Well, he dies in Lord of the Rings, too. Yep. So there's your Lord of the Rings death. And also, Gandalf kind of dies, but then he comes back. He pulls so. an Obi-Wan. Yeah, he totally did.
0: Or did that predate Obi-Wan? Mm. Obi-Wan pulled a Gandalf?
1: Yeah, well, the, I think the books were out probably before Star Wars, but the movies certainly were not. <laughs> you know, he comes back as Gandalf the White. It's, you know, however wizards make that work. <laughs> it's a good time. But anyway, back to Game of Thrones. So, lots of people died. The Hound died, died, but apparently mm-hmm. the Hound might not be dead, I just heard. I'm not sure how that works.
0: Jon Snow uh, died. Jon Snow's back. Jon died.
1: Snow's back. All the Baratheons are dead. <laughs> Dennis.
0: <laughs> and the most shocking death as of late with Game of Thrones, though, was definitely Hodor.
1: Oh my gosh, I loved Hodor. That was heartbreaking. I was so sad when they, he died. I know.
0: I saw an article. <gasps> I saw a headline today. It said. Why well, Game of Thrones is the worst thing on TV right now, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go near it. I didn't what even want to like, like very Dum, mean show. Fire Red, me up. The
1: Red Wedding was like absolutely shocking.
0: And but the there were some people like crying. Brian. Brian knew but he still like, got upset about Some it. people, a lot of people read the books. but Yeah,
1: I was so shocked. No, he
0: didn't. He shoved well, it in everybody's face. He if, was like, I knew this for years.
1: <laughs> because he said Jesse laughed at him when he was crying after reading the books, <laughs> yes, and then exactly. she saw that scene in the show and was like, Oh my god. Who wouldn't cry? That was horrible. And in the book, they didn't kill his pregnant wife. She, like, ran away and wasn't, wasn't even with him. So that was even more brutal. Brutal. Like, kill the brutal. son and the, and the wife who's having the baby, and his mom, like, and dire wolves. It's like, what the hell? That Walder Frey guy is a real dickweed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's not even a nice dude in Harry Potter when he has Mrs. Norris. Mrs. Norris. But anyway, um, so there's a lot of death in Game of Thrones, and there's just going to be more. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try to watch it tonight. I don't know who's going this time. I'm actually a week behind. I'm, I was very sad about Hodor.
0: Yeah. Oh, you on. didn't watch
1: last week's? It was good. Nothing d- crazy happened.
0: Tomorrow, I'll, I'll hit them both. Hit them yeah, both. Was cool. I figured nothing Nothing crazy happened I mean, because I, you happened happened. I have Facebook. And nobody's <laughs> saying
1: well, it's it's you know it's been it's been a cool girl power season. If when you watch this one, Arya and and uh, Daenerys really
0: nail it. Yeah, cool. Were
1: having some cool times. So
0: let's let's go um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, which we you know we're big fans of.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely.
0: So um, we're not really dealing with a lot of death of heroes in Marvel Marvel no, stories at all. Just more collateral damage. So um, we build up Agent Coulson. You know, we meet him in Iron Man the first mm-hmm. time. You know then we see it, you know, we keep going in and he comes back Iron Man 2, you know, we see him in Thor, where, you know, we meet him in Hawkeye, you know, or we meet Hawkeye and, and and he's there at Thor, and so finally when we get the whole team assembled, um, you know, Coulson is, is there, obviously, you know, like, doing his thing, and uh, he has the ability to take Loki out and monologuing and whatever, and Loki kills him. That Loki... And then Samuel Jackson played it up more by faking the fact that you know, like the Captain America cars were on him, but they were actually in his locker the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they wanted to make a TV show, so they brought him back.
1: Yeah, they were like, whoops, they said they sent him to Tahiti
0: and had something working on his head. Sure. Shepard from Firefly working on his brain. (laughs) no it was a, it was the same yeah, I, mean, I don't know the actor's name you got name, killed so you're
1: just lying they're dead but we can bring you back oh, yeah, sure. had a baby no sorry bye bye can't help you
0: yeah, no good <laughs> so um Colson's death was pretty impactful when I first I watched the Avengers but yeah, you know it's what? really sad I've watched every single episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that have aired have aired and I gotta tell you it's I've watched a lot better TV shows
1: Yeah, well something
0: to watch i feel like it sure it's better a than this helpful.
1: last season of supernatural
0: I there's <laughs> a lot of things better than than supernatural you know that iphone commercial with the onions that's better than supernatural i could make an <laughs> sorry, entire Sam podcast about what's better than, i love
1: you guys but i don't know what's going on
0: <laughs> i don't even pour some out for them we if i like supernatural we talk about how how bobby's death was impactful oh, but I I no nope no no we're not there we're in the middle of talking about the marvel marvel universe know, no supernatural i'm sorry all right. Well, bleep that yeah. show. <laughs> uh, Ultron. Okay. Yeah. Ultron. Um. Quicksilver dies after you just learned to really like him, because he was a baddie in the beginning. Well, he
1: kind of was, because he was, you know, Confused. they both didn't like Tony Stark, because they felt that he almost killed them with a bomb that he dropped. Mm-hmm. Tony didn't know that they used his weaponry in that way, and he wouldn't have wanted and he's also, to And also, Tony
0: has been on a crusade to, crusade to stop his weapons from being used.
1: Yes, exactly. But they were kids, and they didn't know that, and Ultron is very persuasive. I mean, he was created by Tony Stark, so of course he has that sort of... Personality that he can sort of convince people well, to do he wasn't what he wants. Really brought
0: to him, created by him. He was kind of.
1: Well, he was cre- the idea of him was created by Tony and the Hulk, but he just cr- made himself his own individual. But in any case, um, yeah. So Quicksilver dies because some lady wasn't watching her child and let the child go running off while she was trying to get in the transport.
0: Listen, there are and robots so... flying around attacking in your city. Hold and your flying. kids' hands. Yes, just hold on to your kids
1: and wear no. a shirt that doesn't show off your wares as much as yours did, lady. <laughs> I didn't appreciate it, and it made me mad that you weren't watching your kid, because you were probably trying to hit on Hawkeye, who's married, <laughs> and then Hawkeye had to go back to get your kid that you are supposed to be watching, and then, you know, what happens from that? Quicksilver ends up dead. So thanks a lot, lady. Next time, get your kid one of those little leash things. Yeah. You know, that didn't have to happen.
0: Should I be stocking up on that now for Logan for the uh, for the oncoming robot apocalypse?
1: It might not hurt when Collegeville,
0: I mean, Pennsylvania, it starts floating in the sky.
1: <laughs> yeah, not to mention all those other people that probably died. You know that they talk about in the latest Captain America. Um, right, they talk about the that battle. That, yeah. you know, which everybody blames on Tony Stark
0: because I blame Tony. I completely yeah, blame Tony.
1: Kind of his fault.
0: I don't blame. New York on Tony, though.
1: No, that was not his fault. That was all Loki being a jerk face. Mm -hmm. And those aliens came down to attack everybody. So, obviously, all the people that died in New York, you know, during that battle with the aliens, and then uh, from the other dimension that Loki opened up and, you know, gave the aliens access to. So, a lot of people died, both of those, but we don't Mm -hmm. really know their names. No.
0: So, sticking with Marvel. Sticking with Marvel. Yeah. Um... We covered this last week in our X Men retrospective, but we'll just real quick. Uh, same thing, you know. When Cyclops died, you know that was very impactful to me because uh, he was my favorite X Men as a kid. And when they killed Professor X off, I was like, "What are you doing?" But we're both times here we're talking about um, X Men: The Last Stand. Yeah, I was like, "What? What are you doing? What are you? Why yeah, would you?" Yeah, that wasn't okay. Killing Cyclops off, I could kind of get that. Professor X, though, you don't kill Professor X. What the heck? That was that was not he needed.
1: Ties everybody. Now, obviously, together.
0: he comes back in the end of the Wolverine. But
1: because in the X Men, there's so many iterations of what the universe is that they can make people come back magically, which is pretty neat. Unfortunately, they couldn't do that for Ned Stark,
0: but <laughs> or any of the other movies that um, name. Sean Bean. Yes, Sean Bean. Sean we have a character Bean. in our book named Sarah Bean. Yes, we do. We should have even like remembered that Sarah oh, no. doesn't die. Yes, yeah, we actually know. don't have any nope, deaths Sarah in our book at this moment. We well, have we, planned deaths.
1: Yes, we try not to be. See, Les is not a violent person. He's Mm-mm. a petty thief and mm-hmm. not very good at it.
0: So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Prison Dad is a largely non-violent. Universe.
0: No, he's not. No violence. No drugs. Yeah. Um, let's see here. we got a couple more before we're done here. Definitely want to talk about, um, you know, Bill Murray in Zombieland. Yeah, that, that was... was
1: collateral damage for sure. Obviously the humans are fighting the zombies, but Bill Murray is such a fine actor and he was trying to be funny and trying to scare people out of his house and unfortunately they mistook him for a zombie. Yeah. He was not
0: one. Mark Zuckerberg shot him. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. 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 So Thanks. yeah. Nice but job, brilliant cameo, great. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant cameo, great, but yeah, that really casualty of war. Yeah. Um and then the the last one I really, really want to talk about is uh we spend a lot of time making fun of Nicolas Cage.
1: Mm hmm
0: We we really do. Because um, I we don't really like Nicolas Cage Movies. Well, he just
1: is so over-the-top and corny, and he does make so many movies, most of which are horrible.
0: But his like, role... Like, there's
1: one that he did with Hayden Christensen that I'm so gonna watch, because it looks like the worst thing I've ever seen. You were seen. talking about
0: this! Yeah!
1: I mean, that's the thing. I watch Nicolas Cage movies because they're hilarious, but they're so awful. It's like, who made this, and why?
0: They serve lunch. Yeah, <laughs> <much>. <laughs> So, anyway, in Kick-Ass... Yeah. You know, here we, we're really kind of drawn to Nicolas Cage's character because, you know, the father figure, he's out there fighting crime.
1: Yeah, and teaching his daughter to be brave and tough.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, when when he dies, something changes in her, something changes in Kick-Ass, you know, is the whole, I feel like the whole movie, you know, because McLovin really, you know, really goes Ooh, off yeah, the deep McLovin, end, too.
1: that was pretty cool in the second Kick-Ass when he had, like, the shark pool and then... Do so you want one? He fell into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's what would happen to me too. <laughs> I like and the despicable me also guy. Was the can't be kept in captivity, so I would never do that. Sharks cool. cool. Is that going to go on next yeah. week? Yeah, yeah, we can totally talk about sharks. All right? Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, Nicolas Cage. That's our our ending. So next week we're going to be doing a countdown. Of our ten favorite shark deaths. Yes. From science fiction movies. Yes, we're... We're not talking about real people who die by sharks, because...
1: No, that would be sad. No. And you can watch Shark Week for that, like, This I'm is weird.
0: Two, two back-to-back weeks about death. We're not, like, evil, morbid people.
1: <sighs> no, I'm but not even God. But I do <laughs>
0: So No, listen.
1: Sharks are just awesome, and I love watching shark These movies. Are science fiction. And honestly, I've been watching Jaws on AMC all weekend, so I was inspired. And then Jeff reminded me that that awesome Blake Lively movie is coming out at the end of this month. So we just wanted to make sure we got this one out there so that you all could listen to it before Shark Week, before the new Blake Lively movie comes out, before you all watch Jaws, because Jaws is about the 4th of July, so obviously that's coming up. So we just wanted to be ahead of the game. So next week, we're talking about shark deaths. And then maybe the week after that, we'll talk about something uplifting.
0: Sci-fi births! Or, ooh, ooh, we were going to do Doing It In Space. Oh, yeah, yeah let's do yeah, Doing It doing In Space!
1: space.
0: <laughs> we're going to talk about sex and science fiction. woo <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because... Because
1: why not? Yeah. Summer, people like talking about that stuff, and, uh, you know.
0: So uh, there you go. There's a preview yeah. of what's coming. So, um, until then... <laughs> Make sure you go to our website, prisondad.com. Yep. Check out our free stories, check out our books, check out our other podcasts, mm-hmm. check out our there's a game, there's character bios, there's things, there's stuff. Um you know, like us on Facebook. Um Listen to our other
1: podcasts. I said that. You did? i yeah. sorry.
0: We're I on I just
1: really want people to listen to our podcast. I guess you though.
0: do. We're on everything. Overcast, <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, all the good ones. You can find yeah, us. We're on you Google can find now, our too. our
1: books on Amazon.com. Amazon. Yeah. Com. Mm-hmm. Amazon. Um, hard copy or Kindle.
0: Yeah. So, um, what else was I going to. You follow us on Twitter at LesGum. Follow us on Facebook slash PrisonDad. Yep. And um, talk to us. We're friendly. Yeah,
1: we really are. Even though I sounded a little crabby today. Ah! And also, uh, you know, just uh, thank you for all of your service to the actual servicemen. um, Of course. And women that have kept our country safe over the years. And, uh, you know, to the ones that we've lost in Space Wars as well. Thanks for entertaining us.
0: Yes. Yes. Until next week. Stay classy. Yes. And may the Force be with you. And also with you.